I I absolutely think that you guys got to believe in yourself, right? I, I if you leave and you're like I can do this, that's I've done my job because that's that's all teaching is really, right? It's like mm. you you knowing that oh I can learn this, I can do this, and nothing's gonna stop me. That's that I want that when when you leave of like oh whoa I did that, I can do this, I'm gonna do this <laughs> forever. I never want this feeling to stop. <laughs> that's I, if if I can encourage you to believe in yourself, that's that's the job. Welcome back to the Expert Podcast. My name is Tejan. Thanks to each and every single one of you who come back every time to learn, to execute, and to explore for a better purpose. And you know that I'm making my best efforts to introduce you to the incredible people and connect you into the deep conversations that could serve and support in technology, business, or life in amazing ways. And today's guest is an incredible energy to be around, who is going to reveal his journey of becoming a developer, an educator, and a self-taught polyglot. And he's someone I got connected to so deep to his energy in any specific video of him. As you already know he is Craig Dennis. Thank you so much for being here Craig. How are you doing? Oh, I am I'm doing great. Wow, thanks for that intro there Teja. And uh <laughs> I'd like to say uh on the record happy birthday. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Greg. I mean, it's amazing. It's early in the morning here, and I got your wishes. So I guess the year will be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Before we move ahead, a huge shout out to Sundog Education for sponsoring this episode. Join over half a million learners across the world. You can learn machine learning, AI, and big data just for twenty-five dollars a month. All you need is some prior programming or scripting experience with a high school level math. With a lot of hands-on activities and exercises, you can practice whatever you have learned. Visit sundog-education.com and sign up for a free trial course to start your journey towards a lucrative and rewarding career in the hardest technology. That's sundog-education. com. Now onto the ad-free show. Craig is a software teacher, backend developer, and a self-taught polyglot who thrives in the deep and loves doing what people say I can't. Throughout his life, whether figuring out how to escape gruesome dark or automating PC installations or creating site generation tools to empower admins, he has been subscribed to the growth mindset. And Craig is a huge supporter and incredible person who made coding fun. And with a decade of experience in software technologies, and Craig encourages learners of all skill levels. to embrace the growth mindset and you should hang out <laughs> on top of all of that he's a technology volunteer and he's someone so deep down connected to the tech making the world a better place with technology and thank you so much for being here Craig i'm super super excited to have you on the show <laughs> i'm excited to be here too <laughs> awesome so that is how it went up and usually i mean when i've been going a lot the one thing that i differently found a bit about you is that you've been into the ngos right the non government organizations mm-hmm. being a technology volunteer so the peace crop so i mean it's very rare very very rare that people i found as actually been into technology and also who is really good at that and taking that benefit and putting it into the use cases of the people for a better world a better place right uh, and a better future for the generations right so where did that came from like why the peace crop came into your life and what's the deep purpose behind it yeah sure so uh so i i uh when i was in high school i heard about the peace corps you know so the peace corps is kind of 
you uh, for for those who don't know, it's uh, it's a volunteer program uh, through the through the government, uh, the United States government here, and you can go and you can volunteer uh, and and help out. Uh, you live in the country; it's pretty awesome. You get immersed in the people there, and you get to learn their culture and you share your culture. Um, and I love the concept of it in high school. Uh, but when I was in high school, I'm gonna. Well, I'm a little on the older side. Uh, they didn't have any of uh, technology programs. It was kind of like farming and like uh, things like that. And I, I, while while I think that's cool, that's not something that I'm I'm very good at. I don't know how to do that sort of stuff. Uh, so later in my career, um, as I was I was I was moving along, um, I kind of realized that like you know, is this really what life is all about? When I was I was doing some some like high level uh, software development, managing some people, doing some consulting, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, and just kind of missing a little bit of purpose. Uh, and so uh, it turned out, uh, I was like, well, maybe I should do, maybe I should look at the, the Peace Corps again. And when I looked at it, they were just introducing the technology program. So uh, I was able to go uh, and I applied for that and went went to, to Guyana in South America. And, uh, and uh, that was actually the first time I taught was there. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's so good. I mean, when you mentioned about when you've been, you've been so far into technologies, right, into a lot of technologies, you know, helping a lot of people out there by teaching, by developing, and by, you know, mentoring or by consulting or anything you've been doing so far. And then it's it's quite impressive that you got a thought, just like, what's it all for? And like, what's the point? And what's that? What's the real inner happiness is, right? That's the mm-hmm. huge question. I think most of the people who are also listening here, because every day in the morning, they wake up and they do the same routine, get into the office or the work and they do the same thing again. And again, this is also the same thing that actually have them inside. Like, what's the point? Right. Like, are they really happy? Right. right. Uh-huh. So, uh, but, but it's really, really happy to see you. And also it's an incredible thing in your end. And I love your optimism that you mentioned about, and you took an initiative. Like there are, there are a lot of people who have the similar thoughts in their brain, but it's very rare that you, that you see taking initiative and giving your best, right? But I want to know like how you could, how you could actually help them. So now you got a chance to actually speak with those people who have that same thought. Like, what's the point? And what mm-hmm. would be your words for them? Yeah. So, so uh, I, I think you need to like, let's see, dig into that. Dig into what's the point. So, so I, I think that uh, I actually I know every time I've made a big decision when I am in in that stage of like you know you'll you'll get to that. The, everybody gets to that point. That first of all, that's a normal yeah. feeling, right? That's a normal feeling to 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 be. What's that point? I will I'd go and stare at water typically. So uh, I lived in <laughs> lived in California at the time, and I would sit there and stare at the beach, and that's when uh, that's when I decided to to do the Peace Corps. I was like, wow, you know, like what's the point? What's the point? Uh, uh, I have this skill, right? I have this skill that um, I'm able to learn technology quickly, and I want to share that with people. Um, uh, how do I do that? That's something that makes me happy. When I would mentor people, that was something that made me happy. So how do I how do I do more of that? And that's taking the time to, to sit with it. I think is the is the trick to it, right? Take the time and sit with it, and think about what skills that you have that not necessarily um, what skills that you have that make you happy, right? So um, I guess like if we're gonna go deep here, I I uh, I was in theater when I was in high school, um, and I loved that. I loved acting. I loved uh, making people laugh. You know that sort of thing, um, and that really made me happy. And I wasn't finding much of that really in my in my tech work, right? So um, yeah. I mean, I would I would with my my office mates, but that, I wasn't getting paid to do that. <laughs> um, and I, you know, it's kind of silly. It, 
as a youngster, I thought there was a fork where I either had to be an actor or I had to be be uh, this this uh, developer. Uh, but and I missed it. I missed acting. And I, and I, I sat there when I was thinking about it. I was like, how can I how can I use that? What can I do here? Why aren't I happy? You know what? What can I do? And sitting there and thinking about those those two things um, uh, and then thinking about uh, missed opportunities, too. Right. Like so I, I feel like there's a lot of times in your life where you're like, I wish I did that. Um, I wish that's something that I did. Uh, the regrets. You can always go. Yeah, but you can always go back and do them. That's the that's the mm. thing. Um, uh, actually, when I was going to join the the Peace Corps, every single person that I talked to ever, was like, you know what? I wish I did that. I, I That's something I wish I did. And guess what? You can be any age and go to the Peace Corps. People always say, it's something I wish I did. It's like, well, you don't. It's not too late. Right. It's never too late. Yeah. Like that's the that's kind of the trick, I think. Um, I see that a lot in my in my career that it's never too late. Right. Like I I, I teach I, I teach people who are who have done a whole other career. Now they're starting to learn how to code, you know, uh, and making a new thing. And that that's that's cool. That's a cool space to, to be in. To It's never too late, I guess, is that's a that's a good there. Absolutely, absolutely. I think, I mean, the only thing that Craig is actually insisting a lot is like, people feel that they're not taking it a bit, but the thing is, they can do it anytime, right? Mm-hmm. They, they're never ever too late to take an initiative and put forward their whole effort and their whole intentions towards it for a better things to be happening in yeah. front of them for the future right. generations, right? Yeah, so absolutely. that's beautifully said. And I love the way that you mentioned about the optimism. And I really love your mindset. It's, it's a lot of fun. And the questions that you've been raising towards yourself from the younger age, I think it's it's kind of very, very rare I find people with. But but there is a one kind of a question for me when I actually follow all of your lectures, all of your sessions and the videos that you create with a very high quality content and high quality video production as well. So <laughs> it's kind of really fun <laughs> that I see your energy, which is which is actually starting at the peaks in the beginning and it goes the same constant energy till the end, maybe it's of harsh or anything. Right. So such an incredible energy, like I mentioned in the beginning, such a huge energy that you get. Not only even even there are no people behind ahead of you, just a camera. Like, how do you create such energy and how do you maintain such thing? Yeah, yeah. I, well, so so part of the trick there is I write that into the script. Right. So like I, mm. I write those scripts as we go. So I'm not <laughs> I'm not just spewing that information. So so uh, I think I, I think uh, a lot while I'm while I'm writing those about how do I make this exciting? Right. Because the every uh, the especially most of the courses that I teach are for beginners. And if you get a beginner where they don't believe in themselves or you, you could change their life forever, right? Like it's your choice. You, you could make them think they can't do it or that this is boring or not for them. And the reason they took that course is because they had an idea, right? They had an idea that they wanted to do. And that's a lot of responsibility there. And I, I think that if you can make the beginner have fun and believe in themselves as they're, as they're doing it, I think that that's the trick, right? I think that's the, that's, uh, I, I had, a um, I always, whenever I think about teaching, I always think back to, I had this English teacher who was just this wild, zany lady who would just like, woo, you know, always having fun in her <laughs> class. And the students were so engaged. And I always try to just reproduce that each time. So uh, I love, I love that. Um, and I love that the, the um, video lets you do that. You know, you, you, the video lets you capture that uh, much more than, mm. than reading a book ever would, you know. 
Yeah, 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 definitely. And here, here we go. Like, uh, let's suppose there is a person who is actually wanting to create and get into the field of, I mean, I mean, creating content in online. Maybe it's about mm-hmm. creating videos, about teaching, I mean, about technology or business or any other thing. They want to put his old, old skills that he's been acquiring for years now, and he wanted to put it and pass it over to the next people, right? So he wanted to create such a co- cool content, and he loves teaching, right? But how how we could create a video courses that actually empowers others not just like adjust another course right so do you have a to do list or kind of a checklist for them so that they could follow it up and then create an amazing content uh yeah sure i i definitely think that the trick is to put yourself in it right put what you think is fun mm-hmm. put what you think is funny put what you think is interesting about it make sure that you're talking from yourself right i think a lot of times you'll see it uh um if you're trying to do this, you're trying to make be, be very technical about what you're saying, and it might be very dry, uh, and you might uh, you might not be thinking about the fact that you're actually talking to somebody, right? And so I think if you if you do that and you're right that way, and you, and you are actually talking, like if I like if I look into the camera, right? If I if if I if I'm doing something like that, and I look directly into the camera, and I picture the person that I'm talking to there, that's what I do, and I'm that's how I keep yeah. my energy high. As I I wrote this for you, we're talking, you're in this class, even though I know we're not, we both know that you're not right in front of me, but I'm still <laughs> going to talk to you uh, that way. And I, and the same with uh, when I pop into a screencast, the same sort of thing. Try to kind of talk in your head like you're sitting right next to me, and I always try to picture that. Per- I picture that, um, and that's just the. I don't know. That's that's definitely part of the to do list of the checklist. And then also, um, I think that the the other trick is to don't try to teach too much things in one video. People don't have Mm. uh, you never you never know what people are learning that you might be introducing a concept accidentally. That's too much. And they might have to stop and wait, what is that? What is it? He's talking, I'm worried now. And now I'm thinking about that thing that I didn't know. And now he's talking about something else. Now he's talking about. So like if you just slow it down. And take your time and really fully explain what the um, what's going on there. And when you do that, it could get dry. So the trick is, I think, to have fun with that. Have fun with each one of those little bits that you're doing. <laughs> and if you have fun doing it, it's contagious. People people yeah. will also be like, "Oh, this is fun. I'm having fun too," because you're having fun, you know. And I just really let let my dorky side out. Like I, I'm a total dorky dad, and like I just like let that happen, right? So. <laughs> <laughs> also and also the one of the most challenging things when we ha- actually try creating video content or screencasts or taking a lot of you know webinars or anything so moreover related to the teaching right educating someone about something so the most challenging thing what what I actually found in the in the whole academia side as well into the industry as well is that keeping the listeners or all of them so engaging right and i and mm-hmm. i know that you do it really great i mean really really great like <laughs> so but h- how do you get that kind of an engagement so for, i mean not just taking about and putting your content into the world and into the internet is actually not so hard process in the entire thing right but but the interesting and also the most challenging thing is all about getting them connected with yourself and also keeping them engaged to move forward Right. So, but how do you do that? Yeah. Like you've been creating a lot of, lot of things. So a lot of videos and a lot of courses. So yeah, I, I never see a loss of connection, loss of engagement. Right. So how do you maintain that? And how do you keep that connection and engagement with all of your students and everything? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I think, I think once 
people have different styles, right? Like, so, so when you watch, you watch somebody's course, you have their styles. And if I, I'm not, I'm definitely not everybody's cup of tea. Some people don't like the fact that I put the jokes in there. That's, that's totally <laughs> fine. Uh, uh, but that's, but that's, that's how I, I would want to do. And that's how I taught in the class, right? So like mm. I taught when I taught in Peace Corps, I taught that way in the classroom and I try my best to make that scale. I try to try my best to, to, to have the connection. And it, it is, it really is that connection where it's, I, I, this is what we're going to learn. We learn the stuff. Now that was what we just learned. Stick with me onto the next bit. Cause we're going to learn this next, you know, that, that, that thing. And like, I also like to remind people to take breaks. I feel like we're in this age of, we binge these Netflix shows and we, we get in these, these problems of just watching so many things. And, it, and we, the online courses pop into that, that section. And I, I don't yeah. think that that's very healthy. And I know, I know that that's not a great way to learn. So I, f- I feel like the more that we can uh, remind people to take breaks and then say, and when you come back, we'll do this. And then they'll, they'll come back you know, so. Yeah, 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 totally. In the meantime, yeah, yeah, when we take it forward and in the meantime, as as you also mentioned that few people don't like your jokes, I don't I don't <laughs> think so because <laughs> I really, really love them. And again, the thing is, uh, there is a high possibility that we get a lot of, lot of positive love that they, that they show you like really great Grey Academy. I've been loving your content just like me. I've been saying you this from the beginning. <laughs> so on the other side, on the other side, there's a lot of negativity comes here. So I uh-huh. feel it's just like sometimes I feel it's like a toss of a coin. Like maybe it's get a positive and the negative. If you look at the total number of distributions it get, that it's like a law of large numbers. It's like you go with the equality at the end. So zero point five, the probability of getting a heads up tails. So it's a likely chances, right? So in the same way, I feel the positivity and the negativity is also the similar one. But it's get exposure to the more positive people than to the negative one, right? Yeah. But yeah. how about like how do you see? I've been I've been looking at the few creators on the internet creating a lot of videos. Literally gave up and literally took out of the chance just because of the negativeness and also just because of the criticism that's coming up in. Yeah. And I tried saying them up and it didn't work out. <laughs> so, <laughs> so and you've been you've been a dinosaur into the into this like <laughs> doing from a lot of time. So how do you deal with the negativity? Like straight point to the question. Like how do you yeah, deal with the negativity? Sure, how sure. <laughs> I mean, it's not easy. I mean, it, like, definitely like you're like, what really? Oh man, I'm sorry. You know, I I one of the things that I, I found early on in this is that if you talk to some people are brave behind their keyboards, right? Like people, if they don't, if it's an anonymous thing and they're making a comment, I always try to respond to people, like no matter what they're having, like, hey, I'm sorry, this wasn't for you. Let me help you find something that's not, right? Because I don't, like I said, I don't want, if, if you really are trying to learn and you, you something about the way that I taught you didn't like or something about the jokes that I made that you didn't like and that affected your learning, I don't want to do that, right? I don't want to be that mm. person. So so I always write to the person back and typically what happens is that all that stuff goes away. As, as, as long as you're like, hey, I'm human, you're human, we're, we're communicating with each other, that goes away. I, I, that's what I find. Um, uh, but yeah, so dealing with dealing with the negativity, how do you get by it? I usually like um, uh, when I'm in a more uh, when I'm in a job where it's like my job to pump out this content. Every Monday, I would spend the time looking at the reviews of stuff. And you're right, where there's a small negative review and then lots of positive reviews. And then you just kind yeah. of focus on what the positive reviews are. And you're like, oh, well, maybe if I do more of this, it will do that. And I do take the, I do take negative feedback and I do apply it to, to the courses. You'll watch over, over if you, if you sat down and watched my box collection, you'd see, <laughs> you'd see me, <laughs> you'd see me improve over anything that somebody said that was negative. I wouldn't do that again. Right. You know, I, yeah. I, I, I let it inform me because I, yeah. I know that it's not perfect. And I know that I'm also, um, I'm, 
a, a lot of times I'm just winging it, right? So I, I'm learning. I'm le- I value the feedback. I value the positive and negative feedback. So <laughs> definitely. But here, as you mentioned here, so our mind, you know, uh, if there are like hundreds of positive and there was one negative thing, yeah. we get connected to that Absolutely. so much down to there. <laughs> Absolutely. Hun- yeah. Yeah, we forget all of the hundred positives, and we try concerning and repeating ourselves like the echo chamber in our heart, uh-huh. like sing it again and again and again. When we create a video, and the negative comes in, and you got us stuck, right? Yeah. So it goes up happening, and I and I get a lot, <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> so uh, it goes up, it goes up in the similar way, right? Yeah. So in the same way, like, but when I have been seeing you uh, forward, I, I mean, from the first year of my engineering, so the first time that I found on the internet is from the Treehouse about okay. teaching all about Java. Yeah. And oh, cool. that's incredible because I've been so much desperated about the professors that they are teaching in my college, and I uh-huh. couldn't go forward with it. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was just looking for uh, what's the best course that I could found in Treehouse, as every student does. But somehow, in some way, I found a lot of lot of best courses on the internet, and I don't feel connected so much. You know, I genuinely don't feel you know getting connected to. And I see the first two, three the videos, and the fourth video, it's like just like I, I it, the feel of the low energy. It's just like if the first, I mean, uh, there is a kind of a code like the in the page in the chapter one, it is normal. You go for the chapter two, and the chapter two is also normal. You go for the chapter three, and the chapter three is also normal. you won't go for the chapter 4 right, right, right. <laughs> so uh-huh. you need yeah. something to be ha- happening in between so that's the thing i actually yeah. found with you and i've been completed uh-huh. all the course of the java from you and i was <laughs> really loud and and that's when the tree house i was so thankful and guess what i did it in seven day free trial <laughs> Oh, wow, wow, great. Yeah, so, yeah, I, I, mean, I got it for very free and I was really happy about it. Awesome. awesome. Well, I love so, that. That's great. That's great. Great feedback. I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad that I was able to be a part of your journey. That's that's awesome. Absolutely, absolutely. And here is the one. And again, when we go forward, right? So here, uh, I've been lo- looking at, at that time, I went to your profile and then I found like you you were a software engineer earlier and a, and a backend mm-hmm. engineer writing all APIs, mm-hmm. taking care mm-hmm. of the databases and, and yeah. all about the software engineer process. And you got a shift from being a software engineer to be a teacher, a educator or anything, right? But, you know, considering mm-hmm. this thing, like there are, there is a lot of chances that you fail in between. When you, when you try getting a shift from one to another, we have a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, afraid. We are so afraid of it and also a lot of sc- scariness in ourselves when we try to make that step ahead and you jump from one to another completely different, but the context is the same. But uh, where did that change came from? Like, why did you, why did you choose teaching over? And uh, uh, how, how was those days? Like, how were those days when you are jumping from one to another? Uh, yeah, sure. So uh, when I'm jumping through my career bits, you're asking, yeah. is that? Yeah. So yeah. So so the software development thing to teaching that was definitely in Peace Corps. So when I when I did Peace Corps, I that's when I taught for the very first time. I had no idea what I was doing. I was in a classroom. We didn't have internet connection in Guyana. I was totally winging it. I had I was way out of my element. Um, I definitely felt bad about that. And I was teaching students. Um, and uh, you know, I I I learned really quickly there in that classroom about how to teach and, how, and what was important to teach there. Um, you know, I I these these are people I was teaching basically Microsoft Office to everybody at like a technical institute, uh, and I was realizing that um, if I didn't make this fun, we were going to lose them at chapter four, like you were talking about, right? So <laughs> I I was realizing that I needed to I needed to make make this fun, and so I took. 
the concept and I was feeling down about it. Like, honestly, if we're, if, if I'm like, wow, how, what, this is boring. This is totally boring. Why am I showing them how to use a spreadsheet? So I looked at some of the things that were happening in the country that were new to me that I wanted to understand. And I wanted to understand from them, uh, what was going on. And so like we built a spreadsheet to track, um, in, uh, in Guyana, they use mini buses where you can have, have these buses that drive uh, back and forth. And there's an old one and they call it a cork ball. It's like this old one and it's like an old <laughs> beat up one and it's cheaper. But then there's this like one called a boom boom and it's like all decked out with speakers and you jam people in it. And so I built a spreadsheet and we looked at we used the spreadsheet to show how much profit you, were, you would make on the cork ball versus the money that you had to invest in the thing. And we used the spreadsheet to do that. And by doing that, I got everybody into it uh, because it was this fun twist on it. Yeah. And really, it was just like I was searching for it, but I, I found it. And what was fun about it was that here's this dorky white dude trying to understand this cork ball and boom, boom <laughs> thing. Right. So like so 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 uh, it made it really it made it fun for them and it, it got them engaged. I was like, ah, oh, OK, great. This is awesome. This is I, I figured this out. Um, uh, and then so so. Jumping from teaching uh, back to, I, I jumped from teaching back into software development, right? So I, I, I ended up at a, um, at a nonprofit uh, that, that I worked for that connected a bunch of nonprofits together, which is great. And it had the mission. Um, and I, I love that. I mean, I, I love software development. I love when there's a problem, somebody has an idea and you turn it into something and it actually works. And you take that idea and you tweak it and you make it work better. I love that. But uh, and I did that for 10 years and I, I led a team of developers and I got to grow a bunch of people and I mentored people uh, while I was there. Uh, but I, the more I mentored, the more I was like, I love this. I need to figure out how to do this at a bigger yeah. scale. Because what, yeah. what I what I saw in Guyana was that you could you could really literally make a job out of the thin air. Right. Like the, the, the one of the biggest problems in Guyana is that there's there is no jobs there there's people mm. at, at the right age to to do work but there's no work there and so introducing software there i saw jobs get created and that stuck with me that stuck with me of like whoa if you could learn this you could do a job and it doesn't matter what your surroundings are you could do this job from anywhere so uh i i that that really stuck with me when i was at the nonprofit that stuck with me and i was like wow and we're, and we're teaching these developers but this is such a small scale it's like i would love to be able to teach Globally, and so at the nonprofit that I was at, there was a a sabbatical, uh, and so I went out and I stared at water. I, we we went to the my my wife and I went to the Philippines, and I sat there and I stared at the water, and I was just staring at the water like, how do I do this? What should I do? You know, I, again, I was at that point in my life where I'm like, what I'm uh, this is what this one it's all this is what it's all about. I've I found out what I like. I like mentoring people. I really love teaching in the Peace Corps. How can I do this and make it scale and still do software development? I was like, maybe there's something online. And I had, you know, MOOCs were starting to be a thing, right, where it was like a, a, a reliable thing. And I looked and I found that that's when I found Treehouse and I saw they had a puppet. They had like a, a I don't know if you have seen Mike the Frog, but back in the early days of Treehouse, <laughs> there was a puppet that was on there. And I, I loved, would love to be act with a, with a Muppet. So I was like, oh, my God, that's an amazing company. So that's how that's how I got to Treehouse. Um, and uh, so here's a good uh you know, they were like looking for a Java teacher and I had done Java like 15, 20 years <laughs> before that. So I was like, wow, I guess I could teach Java. So I applied and so, uh, totally like was like, I guess I'll try to do this. And, that, and that's that's what happened. 
Wow, wow. I mean, it's a really great story. I mean, amazing. I mean, it's like, I'm, you know, a lot of things happening in a long time, like from an engineer to becoming an educator, right? And the one thing that actually made me more, more, you know, think about, like, really wanted to ask about this thing. Like, when you actually felt like looking into the water, like, you, you started questioning yourself. Yeah. Right. You started questioning, you know, what am I, what am I purpose? What's the purpose is all about? And what's the, I mean, it's more, it's again, comes to the point, like, what's the point? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And then you introspect and reflect back into your things and mm-hmm. you wanted to live the life that you love. Yeah. Right. But, yeah. but here, here the trick, like I find a lot of people and a lot of my friends and family and relatives, any other, they are still in a search of their purpose right and now you got a chance to actually look at mm-hmm. the mirror or look at the reflection the water and you question yourself and you and you find your purpose like what am i really good at and what i really love yeah. and let's go ahead right so but you know yeah. you literally yeah. tackle t- tackle down and getting and finding your purpose and the thing that you love and you made the career and you built into it right but uh what about your students uh-huh. now <laughs> you made it for you uh-huh. but yeah. how about how about your students so right. how could you help them i mean what would you actually what would be your advice for them to actually find their purpose? You know, they've been yeah. learning, learning technologies and programming language like many times, yeah. but a lot of time. But the thing is, they never know. Is that the thing that they really love? Uh-huh. Or are they anything that they wanted to? Because yeah. we've been bounded by universities, parents' thoughts and right. biased approaches by people around us, right? Mm-hmm. But how could they really find, I mean, really find without any regrets and further, and they can actually be on the things that they really love to live? Yeah, yeah, that, I think that's great. And I don't I don't necessarily think that regrets are a bad thing, you know? Like I I feel mm. like um I, one of the one of the pieces of advice that I, I again, I I I teach beginners, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're a beginner at your career, right? You could have done a whole bunch of other things. I one of uh I I uh loved working with one of a student who was had gone through law school and was at the end of law school and ended up in that spot where he's like what at this I don't want to do this what am I going to do I got into this because I wanted to help people in this way and I I believe that if you have a knack for software you can take that software and apply that to whatever it is that you're passionate about like so basically mm. you know how can we find this guy somebody some way to help justice with software like he's got this he's got this this want he's got all this knowledge that to him he probably feels like he's going to throw it away right and that's that's when you get to this per- this what's the purpose point like you don't throw it away just repurpose it right like kind of recycle it yeah. and move it into into what it is that you're you're trying to do um to to that point right like i didn't throw away software development when i when i went back to teaching I, i'm teaching software development right so i'm still getting to yeah. do that i still enjoy doing that and i enjoy uh <laughs> sharing that passion because i know that people it's it's about enabling people right it's about enabling them because people have ideas people have wonderful ideas and everybody everybody that i've experienced that get into the software thing is almost always because they have an idea not not necessarily because it maybe maybe this maybe it is that their parents tell them that maybe they should be a computer uh, programmer and they don't like it. Um, but to that point, I hope they're having fun. That's what I want them to have. I still want them to have fun because it's fun. You know, that's it's fun. You know, like soft. I think software development is fun. It's a superpower, right? To have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You you could actually build the things that you always have in your mind and you wanted yeah. to see it coming and it and the best part is it's actually helping a lot of people out there yeah right? creating a lot of impact yeah right? for sure so 
And here, for the people who are actually the learners, I mean, for the students of the Craig, <laughs> so uh, here we go. So the thing is, I mean, uh, you're probably glad and I know it. Like I've been seeing all of your courses into various wide spectrum, like literally a lot of like, I don't know, name something and Craig is gone. <laughs> literally just like that. <laughs> so being a dinosaur into the industry, just like that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So in the same way, like for the people just like me, uh, when I was in my early stage of getting into programming, I just figured out my time in a way like uh, I work for Python for the first half of my day and the half of the day I work for Java. And mm. then the evening I, I try creating some backend, some machine learning stuff. And then, you know, I tried multitasking in a day, dealing with different things. And, you know, <laughs> it literally blew my mind. Yeah. It didn't work out. I mean, it, yeah. it went really worse for me. But what what would be you, you what would be your advice for the people who are doing the same? Like they are doing people a lot of trying out to they overestimate the multitasking and underestimate the single tasking, right? Yeah. So uh-huh. how do you, so I mean why am I asking this to you again? Because you are a polyglot. You've been dealing with a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what would be your words for them? Uh, yeah. It's I mean it's probably best to to. F- uh, get to a point where you understand why the language exists, right? Like people get very um, set in their ways about this is the best language or this is the, that's not necessarily true. I mean, you can have like little different flavors that you like, but all of those languages were created for a reason that solved a purpose at the time when they were created. And I really, I do not like when people, uh, people talk bad about a programming languages because all of them are, are they, they exist for a reason there's something that they that they the, there's something that bring brings somebody joy that somebody somebody loves that thing you know like yeah. uh, and uh so yeah to your point of like do you it depends on where you are in your learning right like um I don't know. I wouldn't suggest that you learn Spanish and French at the same time either, right? <laughs> like that, that, that you'd, you'd, you'd run into some problems. You'd be like, oh, that's a similar thing, right? And you'll see that. Yeah. You'll see little, oh, that's similar in Python and that's similar in Java. But for sure, you're going to put a semicolon and you're going to indent your Java weird, right? Like you want to, you want to like, there's a, there's, there's differences uh, between those two. One of the ways that I learned that was kind of by being thrown in the deep end when, when I first started, and again, I'm going to date myself here. I was uh, in the very <laughs> early web. Like I was, I was coding websites before there was CSS, before that, before that concept came into to being, right? I was making some websites. Wow. Um, and there was all sorts of backend server languages. And I worked at a company that basically we, we would do that from greenfield projects, but we would also take on projects where people had tried to do something and it broke. So, you know, we had cold fusion and we had Perl and we had Java servlets, early servlet stuff. We had all this different stuff yeah. going on. And, um, when you work in a shop like that, you have to do maintenance on these things. And sometimes you would do six projects in a day. So to your point, sometimes I would do that. I'd be coding in Perl, then I'd be coding in Java and then be coding in you know, whatever else is some C plus, early C plus plus stuff. Um, so, so, uh, that is, a that's how I got my chops of doing that and learning how to contact, uh, contact switch with that is basically just making sure you have the right, the right docs up at the time of like how, how to do that. Um, yeah, but I, I don't know if you're not, um, I, my, my advice, people are always asking what language should I learn? I, I always say, if you're looking to get a job at a specific place, 
go find out what their stack is. Go look and see what their stack is and learn that. And like try to imagine yourself building whatever that app is that you want to do. And what does that feel like in this in this language? And you'll get pretty good at all of the things in their in their stack there. And then if you're like, oh, you know what? Maybe I want to go to this place now. Do the same thing. Go go look at their stack. And if it's different, go learn the stuff that's different in there. And I, I think that's a good way to 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 do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, keeping, you know, uh, getting ourselves extended and keeping ourselves open for different opportunities. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, like what, what usually happens is that we get distracted. I mean, <laughs> when it's a distracted, it's not by social media. It's not by the <laughs> girlfriends they have. It's not by the any other thing. But what I, what I actually mean by distraction here, it's just like when you work on uh, Python, so there is a high probability people around you say that it's an easy one to write. It's a slow language and mm, you can't get right. out of it. Like, oh mm-hmm. my God, no. <laughs> and again, they get distracted to go forward to another language, which kind of better better in, better in speed because they look into specifically about the speed mm-hmm. because it, maybe they feel that's not good at that, right? Right. <laughs> and then they look for Java or the Go language or the Rust language. Yeah. And they look for that. It's, it's really good at speed. I mean, compared with the write, readability and writability, right? no, no way it comes in between, right? <laughs> so, I mean, it, it gets a lot of distraction for specifically for the people in the younger age who are into the engineering a lot yeah. of people i see a lot of distraction happening with languages shifting mm-hmm. from one to another and at the end of any of the certain time when they're ready then they are ready to go for a job what what happens here is they become a kind of a jack of all but not a master of one mm-hmm. right okay. so it, it'd be it'd be in that way right so what would be your words for them it's like what do you reg- uh, uh, you know uh, suggest them to actually, you know, uh, explore a lot, and that's a good thing. You need to be exploring a lot of, lot of things. But becoming a master of one is also kind of important. But it, it won't stick with us. We try exploring a lot and a lot and a lot, right? So, uh, what do you say for them? Like, become a polyglot or become a master of one? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that depends. Like, right? If you're, if you're at a place, th- there's a reason why people jump languages. Like you said, if you're like, if you were liking the shiny thing that's out there, and that's, and, and if, if that's what's in. If you're still learning and you're still learning programming concepts and you're enjoying that, don't stop. Don't chase chase yeah. what you enjoy, right? If you're enjoying it. But if you're struggling and that's causing you problems, then yeah, go go and do the master of one. And I think a great way to to do that is like through open source projects, right? Find find something, a big open source project and where you're at there. And there will be little things for like fix me's or um, first issue sort of things. So you can you can find that and do that work and then get better there and get in the community and things like that so yeah definitely and here 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 it comes like when we look in that way when we growing taking it a bit forward here so what happens is you've been you've been seeing a lot of people like a lot of learners you taught them and they learn from you a lot things just like me (laughs) (laughs) so here here's the thing i want to know like uh for every person for every person or a teacher or an educator who is out there will actually have some sort of a traits inside they wanted to look in students right for some person it may be looking like uh the person should be doing such things and you feel like yeah that's good that's a good trait that's a good trait that a student should have right so what's your set of traits that you look for in students i i absolutely think that you guys got to believe in yourself right i I, if you leave Mm. and you're like i can do this that's i've done my job because that's that's all teaching is really right it's like you you knowing that oh i can learn this i can do this and nothing's going to stop me. That's that. I want that when, when you leave of like, Oh, whoa, I did that. I can do this. I'm going to do this forever. <laughs> I never want this feeling to stop. <laughs> that's I, if, if I can encourage you to believe in yourself, that's, that's the job. 
Absolutely. I mean, that's yeah. the reason that I see a lot of times that you write LinkedIn or Devlo to anywhere that you write. Yeah. Think you can't, and yes, you can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> that you, you totally can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I see a lot of a lot of places that you mentioned that word, and, and somehow I got it now to speak with you this time. <laughs> uh, absolutely. So here we go. So I mean, uh, that's pretty much that. I have a lot of things that I want to discuss about the problems that students are facing when they are learning, right? So yeah. do you, do you have anything that you wanted to share with the people that they are learning, and you wanted to help with the problems? Like, do you have anything that you want to share with them? uh like a, a like a good uh, a thought there i i think that um i i would l- always like you to think that you should stick with it like what what when you're when you're getting there and you're sweating to it and it's hard and you know what Pe- that happens that's the that's this this job is that software development is that and it is sticking with it and that feeling when you get past it cuz you will get past it if you stick with it you will get past whatever that problem is you'll be like oh that was great and you know what? you're not going to make you're not going to make that mistake again after after that right and that's that's the learning process and and uh Oh, uh, one of the, we, we made a video about, about learning and it's, it's one of the things that came out was it's like no pain, no gain, but for your brain, mm. if it doesn't, if it doesn't yeah. hurt and you're not making a mistake and you're not getting frustrated with yourself, you're not learning. So like, it's important to, 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 to know that I think is that, that it's supposed to feel that way. That's that, that means you're learning. That's your, that's your brain muscles hurting, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and and also like now you have a dad, right? You have yeah. kids. Yeah. You're you're taking care of them, and I see a lot of posts on Instagram. Uh, I mean, with your daughter. I mean, I really love them. It's a lot of fun, right? Yeah. So I mean, uh, I I'm kind of curious to know, like, will you make them a programmer back again? Oh yeah, have you seen my my uh, my latest video? I I made one with my oldest daughter. I she uh, she's starting to learn how to program right now. But we made it we made a video. It's uh, it's on YouTube. I'll, I'll I'll send you a link. You can put it you put it in the show notes. Oh, uh, definitely. <laughs> I'll put it out there. I mean, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, so it was it was great. It was neat. I was like, bring your bring your daughter to you know, pandemic happened, so they're at home, and I was like, well, how can I make this educational? And I have to work. So I was, so I said, why don't we make a video together? So I showed yeah. her the whole process of how we did it and. Uh, we figured out how to do a remote camera shoot, right? So like I had a producer and I had a, a camera and he was zoom controlling my the camera from wow. from Sam. It was it was amazing. And so and she did all the artwork. So you know how my courses usually have motion and stuff in it. Her hers yeah, was the yeah, motion. Yeah. So yeah. so uh and she loves it and she's really good at it and and uh, I'm I'm excited to see what she she goes and builds. Uh she's super into the IoT stuff. Really likes uh, anything that you can kind of do see physically, which I think is cool for kids. I think you know she's she just turned nine, so um, she whoa so whoa. yeah <laughs> yeah oh my god that's that's incredible. I mean I mean there is a lot of pe- lot of parents who are listening to this. They have kids and they wish to make them kids to learn to code, right? To learn to code, or to, yeah, to do something, right? I mean if you see a lot of lot of kids out there, uh, I mean they're awesome. They're really great. Their thought process is amazing because it, when you look yeah. at the kids they grab it really quick and a very strong way that get it so quick yeah very awesome but i feel but uh, there are a lot of kids out there for the parents who are listening to this uh-huh. uh, are not fulfilled of what they're feeling now right so if they wanted to actually wanted to get their kids onto coding yeah. not only specifically into coding but anything that they really love enjoying maybe they feel like productivity just like that right so yeah. uh, how could how could their parents just just create such a kind of environment to make the kids to become what they wanted to well i think that the dream situation is you are learning something new and you're learning it with your kid 
Like I think that if you mm-hmm. can if you can find that place where you've got content that's you feel is your your child's going to learn and you're coding together. I think that that if you're both learning together, we uh, the one of the 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 devices that we're using the IoT devices that we're using. I don't know how to use it, right? So so <laughs> I sat down with her and I'm and I'm and I'm working with her and I'm learning and I'm showing her how I'm learning. So you're you wow. know learning how to learn is is half the battle, right? Like no know, knowing how to how to pick up this information and make it stick and that that that's the trick, right? So. Um, if you do that with them, you're teaching them skills that you don't you you didn't mean to. You d- might not necessarily be meaning to make that happen, but if you're learning in front of them, they're going to learn how how to do that too. So, uh, we uh, the other thing that we do together is she she's uh, gotten into Roblox. I don't know if you know Roblox or not, but um, it's a it's a it's this amazing platform where little little kids are are coding and they're building these games and then they play in each other's worlds, these different worlds. It's it's super cool. Um, uh, but I sat down to do that and I didn't know how to do it. And she's like, well, how do we do this? I'm like, I don't know. Let's go figure out how we do this. And so we wow. kind of, you can walk and show the, you know, learn, teaching her how to Google uh, and, and figure out how to walk through the different things and find good content and, you know, that, that sort of thing. So, Wow. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, it's very rare that I see such a kind of responses. I mean, like, uh, again, that made me to remind this just like that, you know, people actually, I see I, my uncle, she ha- he has a daughter and my uncle is like, okay, go ahead and study that and get the homework done and do it, do it, do it, do it. No. And she's like, I want to make him out to go there and watching TV and then she's like a lot of fun. Right. So <laughs> it's like she never listens. And I, and I really, you know, I try making something, but you know, but that made me to remind that like you know kids never never do what we say they actually they do what we do right mm-hmm. they imitate us right it's like just like yeah. this is the most often thing right yeah. so and i found the same thing what you're doing like you now you figure out the way that you learn something and what happens it literally clones clones to the other person they clone the thought process they clone <laughs> the thinking style and then they put it into their style and they take forward with their thinking process i mean kids have amazing capabilities that they can really you know take it to the next yeah. level with some kind of a funny jokes i mean kind of a fun yeah. thoughts i mean they become amazing <laughs> right <laughs> absolutely yeah. so I mean, how about how how do you manage with your uh, with your girl i mean with your kids like how do you manage with the time are they really you know uh, you know will you will you punish them do I no no um I mean <laughs> we're we're in a we're we're in a weird time right now right where like you you know the 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 maybe the punishment is okay no screen time or whatever you know and like you gotta be I, I don't know so some people like take take that away and it's like that, that that's your future and I don't want that to be a bad thing and like I don't want you know yeah. uh uh yeah I mean It's hard. I I I do think I do find I do find that that punishment is hard. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, uh, there are ways. And again, punishment is just like when we try punishing in a different way, not just like hitting them hard. Yeah, it's like yeah. you you put in you you just go for the attend the Zoom class, and that's a huge punishment for them. <laughs> <laughs> right so it's like they learn from the back but they hate to you they they really hate us like come on (laughs) so so for the people out there like who actually you know wanted to change what the kids are doing like they wanted to put their kids in a certain path right Mm -hmm. so is that is punishing is the right way or anything else that could also work i mean not every kid is also the same but what do you think about it uh if you want it, you want to get kids on the right path. You think you you find that kids are doing something wrong. I I think that if you can um, 
if you can get to a place with your kid where you can ask questions and you can have them explain whatever the behavior is that they're doing and why they're doing and whatever it is, and you get to the root of what it is, I think a lot of times we um, we assume that we understand what the kids are doing because we look at it with a parent's mindset. But sometimes it's not like, you know, um, I, I to, to go back to the screen time with the Roblox, like uh, my, my daughter's playing that a lot. Right. And so like, we're like you can't have that much screen time. You cannot uh, be doing that. But then she's like, Dad, are you thinking about this? Like, you're not thinking about this. So like, well, OK, well, let's sit down and we'll talk about this. He's like, I don't see my friends. You know, we're, we're in lockdown. I don't see my friends. This is how I see my friends. He's like, I am playing. I wow. am running around outside. Look. And, you know, and there's her wow. friends like running around. It's like, oh, yeah, I guess if I look at it that way, that makes a lot of sense, you know. Um, and so so it's like it's more about like how can you channel that? Well, I want to make sure that you're learning. I want to make sure that you're you're building in this thing and you're not just wasting and playing this game all day long. But like, I mean, really, like when it comes to it, that's about the the most I, I guess, you know, I, I really do. I think that that's the that's the situation of uh, if you can get them to explain themselves and then they also understand that you're interested enough to understand where they're coming from. I think, I hope, <laughs> my fingers are crossed. Yeah, I have two daughters. I'm hoping that, that, that we get to a place where we'll always be able to communicate at that, at that level as they get older. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, someday they'll help you with the technology, creating some kind of a cool app for you and just like that, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. I mean, yeah, that's cool. But, uh, so that's pretty much a bit, I mean, I've been questioning a lot of questions. I mean, a lot of things, the, the beginner problems and the people who wanted to learn and yeah. the hurdles they usually find, right? Uh-huh. And you made it so easy. And I think this will definitely help a ton to the people who are having a lot of issues while learning something or trying to create something or wanted to lead their kids, right? right? We've been covering a wide range of spectrum with different <laughs> things. <laughs> so uh, definitely, but we spoke, you know, very small content about technology, but mm-hmm. more powerful than that, we, we went a bit beyond that, right? So that's incredible. And I, and I think I introduced the other mind of Craig to the world now. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got the chance and I'm, and I'm so lucky for that. <laughs> well, thanks. It was a wonderful, wonderful interview. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Greg. I mean, uh, do you want to share something before we move on? Um, I don't know. Uh, 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 these are these are hard times, and uh, find something, find some passion, find some find find something that makes you makes you happy, and go go chase it, and you can do it. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Craig. I mean, it's been an immense pleasure having you on. On my birthday, it's November 5th. I don't know when it's going to release, but anyhow, yeah. Thank you <laughs> so <birthday>. much. Happy <laughs> birthday. <laughs> Once again, yeah, thank you. Thank you so much again and again. I mean, I could I could have treated you, but this is my treat. I got you on a show. I mean, take it for now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, but uh, my gift is already there because you getting you onto the show is, is the biggest gift that I have today. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much, Greg. Yeah. yeah Thank absolutely. you so much. Yeah. It was a pleasure. My pleasure. Love your show. Yeah. <laughs> If you are the one looking forward to adapting machine learning into your career, take a look at our sponsors, Sundog Education, and start free trial with a lot of hands-on activities and exercises. You can practice whatever you have learned. Visit sundog-education.com and you can find all the direct links in the episode notes below. Thank you.